There's our new intro music. Everybody likes it? Jono? Spencer? It's very good. I like it. Love it. All right. Thanks. Shout out to Adrian DeFontaine. Thank you, Adrian. DJ Adrian DeFontaine. <laughs> Follow. Uh, like and subscribe. Follow him on SoundCloud, UV Rays. Uh, why do you like the new music, Gordon? I like the I like the up tempo nature of it. I like it get a, getting us going, you know, really yeah. uh, really getting the energy flowing, the motor running, as they say. Absolutely, absolutely. So today on the pod, uh, we've got Mark uh, Gasol. You may have heard of him. He's an NBA champion. Uh, I don't Woo! know if you heard about that. Woo! Yeah. As Spencer said, the Memoranto Trizzlies. Something uh, like that. Took, took, the, uh, <laughs> took the NBA championship. So we'll talk a little bit about that. A little bit about how free agency is going to affect our Memphis basketball Grizzlies. Uh, and uh, and a little bit about the Tigers. Uh, Precious is real. So we've heard, uh, despite all the conspiracy theories, to the otherwise. So, yeah. Mark's an NBA champ. How'd you feel? I had a really interesting time watching Game, se- or game 6. There's a, a restaurant not too far from my house. Uh, I'm sitting down with a couple of my friends. We're all cheering for the Raptors. And this guy next to us starts trying to uh, bet tab against tab. Like, I'll, you know, he's for the Warriors. And he's like, you know, I'll pay for your tab if you win. And you pay for my tab if we win. And Ooh. we're all like, no, <laughs> we're not going to take this deal. <laughs> we just want to watch the game. And then he's like, no, nah, man, it's cool. I'm a drug dealer. And we're oh, like... Good. Oh, yeah, that's definitely, like, helping your case of why we want to make a bet with you. We just, like, kind of laugh it off. Spencer, this is where you give them the heads I win, tails you lose. You say, okay, mm. okay, uh, the Warriors win, um, like, you sell me drugs. The uh, <laughs> the Raptors win, you subscribe to my Patreon. Damn. Jonathan, this is why I need an AI version of you. <laughs> You gotta make good business decisions using AI. We're living in the future we always dreamed of. How can I get Commons voiceover about AI to drive my grizzly and NBA fan experience? Um, but yeah, so anyway, so this guy is really pushing for this. Uh, you know, we we just chalk it up to like shit talk, and then finally he's like, he looks at my friend, and he's like. Where do you work? Where do you work? My friend's like, work at Facebook. So this guy then starts to assume that my friend is very wealthy. So he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, dude. Like, all right, I'm going to start buying nice drinks because we're going to pay each other's tabs if the game's over. And he's like, no, no, I don't want this game. This isn't a game. <laughs> like, go Raptors, go Raptors. But, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And we didn't even get to figure out what kind of drugs he sold. Like, we didn't get any of the good information. We just got the kind of, like, this dude was getting a little too into the game and we're just you know there for some friendship and camaraderie um but yeah marcus all won so where were you jonah yeah i mean i was at home watching the game um it was i don't know it felt relatively uneventful for me i think because i wanted to see mark in the game more yeah um but it all kind of came full circle when like he he you know they showed him after the game celebrating they they brought him up. There were like only a few interviews, and they gave Mark one of the interviews after the game. Uh, and he like Doris Burke, MVP of mm. the team at ESPN or ABC. It's all the same thing. She's yeah. a real MVP. Um, yeah, she's a real MVP for af- asking about Memphis, which was just awesome. Gave she's us a moment, yeah. which like somehow she knew that we needed. Oh, like, absolutely. how did Doris know that? 
George I don't know. Old. She just knew that it was a good thing to have for uh, for the city, a good moment to have for for everybody. I'm with Chris, yeah. I'm with Chris Twitter who says she should get a key to the city. So get on that, Jim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you think it was also did did her question diminish anything for Mark? Because you think it made him like homesick? Do you think he realized that he oh. wasn't? In, did you? Does Mark know that he's not in Memphis anymore? Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> do the we color. know this? I think Mark is just like, I don't know, man. Mark probably was just lost in his like watermelon vines. Mm. You know, loves he does love the garden. Yeah. He, so did y'all see that he FaceTimed uh, Mike Conley? During the the post game celebration, he had on his like big goggles that all the guys had on for the champagne, and Did he, he really? was like he was like facetiming Mike Conley during it. It's like this is your moment, man. I just I don't know. I love yeah. That. I love I love that he's. It's doing very that. cool. Yeah. Um, like he knows that memphis like made him it's not like memphis made him you know he made himself oh, yeah. and his teammates did and like you know he like mark doesn't owe us anything obviously agreed um but just the fact that like he wanted to celebrate with mike kind of makes me feel like this was he knew he wasn't going to get a championship in memphis but like just like the rest of us he kind of wanted to make it that yeah do you think just that, like bringing Mike in the locker room? Like, what do the other guys in the locker room think of like Mike skyping in? I think like I think Kyle Mark was not happy. He like eventually <laughs> was gonna like. Oh yeah, I guess that's extra weird for Kyle because like <laughs> it's like hey wait we used to be friends. What happened? Also, Kyle Lowry getting the short end of the stick on every interaction. Mike Conley is is uh, FaceTiming into his locker room. Kawhi is saying they in the press conference afterward. Like, he's already gone. He's wait, like, wait he, he was saying that about the Raptors? Yeah. He, he, so funny. Interview, I think it was with Rachel Nichols. Kawhi is, like, making jokes, which, number one, should make everyone un- uneasy. Uh, and Kawhi, is, <laughs> he said something like, yeah, man, they didn't need me. Like, uh, they'll be fine. Uh, they're they're going to do real good. Like, uh, I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's already gone in his head. I love that. <laughs> do you know why I love that? Is Okay, so I'm based in – my heart's in Memphis, but I'm based in New York. My body's in New York. Hmm. And, like, <laughs> any kind of new free agency, top free agency, just, like – makes Knicks fans just like so confident that they're gonna land them despite so failure funny. over and over again it's my favorite thing about Jason Concepcion other than like the wonderful NBA desktop which you know shout out NBA desktop uh but like oh my god he's just such a such an optimistic Knicks fan of like we're gonna get all the guys halfway through the season and then they trade Porzingis like, dude they're all <laughs> like that every single Knicks fan is like that my favorite like, <laughs> like they mo- thought they were gonna mark for years I'm surprised they're not oh, on yeah, the Mike Conley train yeah Jonah do you remember when we went to when I was living in New York we went to a Memphis basketball Grizzlies game against the New York basketball Knicks and mm-hmm. everyone was wearing Marcus All Knicks jerseys, and people were what? like, every time he touched the ball, Madison Square Garden would go nuts. And then people like, were like taunting us. So much. I think we won the game, but they were yeah. like, they thought they had like won. You know, we won the battle. They won the war. Because they won the they mark. Like, <laughs> they thought they were going to get Mark and free agency. My favorite thing about Knicks fans is that like, it's the entitlement to having a good team. It's like no, no, no. Like it's good for the NBA. Like the league, it, the, like the league will be better right. when we're good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, 
Even so, LA fans don't do that. I mean, LA fans are not my favorite being a former, you know, Rams fan that gave it up after Stan Cranky screwed us. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, LA fans, at least they're like, I don't know, the ones I've met at least are, are pretty humble about it. They're like, yeah, well, we're not gonna, we're not gonna take it all versus every, <laughs> every single Knicks fan I've ever met who's just like, give me all of the, like, how is Zion not coming here already? I'm like, you didn't win the track. What, what are you talking about? Like, I have a, I have a hot LA Lakers take, which is that, the most diehard Lakers fans are the Lakers fans that don't live in Los Angeles because Lakers fans in Los Angeles, I mean, if you're a LA sports fan, I've met more native Angelino Clippers fans than Lakers fans, unless you're oh. rich, in which case you're a Lakers fan. That, <laughs> is, that just, said, is that just directly correlated to ticket sales? Ticket yeah, prices, and like I mean. availability of going to games. Yeah. Uh, but or the being other Bill thing Simmons is, and hating the Lakers. Your but whole like, life. Yeah. Lakers were <laughs> Lakers were huge in Memphis. I mean, yeah, was because Kobe's like the, you had dominant players. You had Kobe and Shaq, right? You know, people so were like, huge Kobe fans. Kobe would get like huge crowds to show up um, at the at the forum at the pyramid. Yeah, dude, Did I went to played, I went to yeah. Grizzlies games like to see Kobe and LeBron when we were ass. Like and people would like. People would have jerseys on, and obviously they're not from LA. They're Memphians with Kobe yeah. jerseys. Well, they do that with Steph that, Curry now, you know. Right. Yeah, but I think it's come a long way but for like also, for Memphis, where we now have like you're not going to get that same number at the forum as you used to. I mean, no. not Gordon, the same Gordon, number. Do you think? Not the same yeah. number, but like I've heard. I mean, every time one of our our former former teachers tweets about the Grizzlies, it's basically to say. What are all these Lakers slash fake Warriors slash you know Cavs fans doing here? Um, well, dude, they have like a, there's a there's an interview well, just, this year. You got us, Spencer. So I'm sorry. No, you go. I no, just, I apologize, <laughs> Gordon. You you, Thanks, you go. <laughs> Thanks for the apology, John. I appreciate it. It means a lot. Um, so <laughs> it's just interesting because they have the history. And I think that's why people gravitate more toward, like, a Lakers over, like, a Cavs or even the Heat when LeBron was there. You know, you'll have LeBron fans, quote-unquote. But uh, those Lakers fans, after Kobe, stuck with the Lakers for whatever reason because you'll keep seeing those jerseys around, you know? Even as they're going through, like, the Dwight Howard years. And it's like, what is going on? Yeah, that's true. So I mean, it, it is cool. It's got a lot of brand equity. You know what there I mean? You there you go. Uh, yeah. Throw, throw in that Put that one in the... Uh... That that'll be defined in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> that and visual storyteller because we forgot from last, yeah. last episode. Uh, when when we hire our first intern, we'll have them start doing our show notes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, okay, so let's uh, should we bring it back to the Grizzlies? How are the Grizzlies? Like we know for one that Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to bring the star power that it takes to bring those fans to be Memphis fans. We know that John Morant is going to do the same thing once we draft him in a few days. Yeah. Is it a matter of days now? Four days. So what do we need to put around them to make this the dynastic team that Lots we of barbed could wire. make it? <laughs> Lots of what? Barbed wire. So ah, other, so barbed, other teams yeah. don't get any ideas. Protect them at all costs. Yeah. So we got to protect them from other teams. We got to put the little, you know... Uh, you know how like uh, we need permission slips from outside agencies that the whole city of Memphis has to sign before you're allowed to talk to our star players. Um, 
I think that's the biggest thing. Is we need a moat. We need moats. We need barbed wire. Uh, we should restructure the Mississippi River to flow around the FedEx Forum mm. to make it uh, safer from attacks on multiple sides. Just chock full of gators. Should we yeah. just relocate the Forum to Mud Island? Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. That'd be really it's, cool. It's built in. Yeah, that's China's redevelopment plan for Mud Island. <laughs> they put in like all these development firms have put in hours and hours and years and years <laughs> into development. China's just like, why don't we put the forum there? And everyone's like, holy shit, we never thought of that. Oh my god, just, we'll just put, put, it put it me in a room with Billy Orgel. We'll put just it. Just give me in the room. <laughs> <laughs> we can make it happen. Just put it right next to that uh, like rip off Cleveland sign that they just put downtown. Oh yeah, but, <laughs> I feel like every small city now has some like you know, Instagram thing. Yeah. Which like, is also come... so inconvenient. It's <laughs> like, so not. Cleveland's in yeah. the middle of the city and ours is like, go the furthest the fuck out place <laughs> to like, go get one Instagram post. <laughs> That's what I go to Memphis for the sign. I mean, we'll look at other cities that have You could good say the signs. same thing about Graceland. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> People come from all over the world to see that, so you never know. What if you put a Memphis sign in front of Graceland? I think John was right. You got to look where the traffic is. You know, oh, look at that. Or yeah. somewhere where mm-hmm. the sign is super visible. Say the Hollywood sign it serves know. no functional purpose, <laughs> purpose, but right. people like to go to it for whatever. It's in it's a mountain. It's like cool little hike. Throw it but up like, on the throw it up on the bluff, right over yeah. the uh, Timely Park. I think the mistake here is that they didn't put the Memphis sign in West Memphis. Uh-huh. So that you can take a picture out over the Mississippi River, and the Memphis sign would be in Arkansas, because that would also help people understand that West Memphis is, in fact, not in Tennessee. It's a good point. I have a question for y'all. It's very unre- It's related to Memphis, not related to basketball. Should we save okay. it for the end, or should we get into it now? Get into go, it. Go for it. Jump into it. Get into it. Missouri, right? Yep. So Greg asked me, my brother, uh, Greg, if you will, Gregory, or Greg, oh, mm-hmm, asked yeah. me, Memphis has the rivalry with Nashville, but does Memphis actually sit in the shadow of St. Louis? And I said, no way in hell. Yeah. Uh, I have no real good reasons other than no one really cares about baseball anymore and hockey doesn't exist as far as I'm concerned. Um, but it's got me thinking about the state of Missouri. They're okay. a one-state city, or one-city state, rather. You know? Kansas what do they got on the state? Kansas City. Yeah, it's Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah, but, like, you know, if someone was, like, Memphis and Nashville, St. Louis and Kansas City? No. Yeah. <laughs> St. Louis. <laughs> so, Spencer, I, let me just give you what I think about St. Louis, um, which is that people from memphis like st louis right right they do we're, we're connected we're like I, I don't think there's like a rivalry there because for one we're on the same team in baseball That's when it comes true. to baseball the redbirds and the cardinals are on the same team yep. um when it comes to uh culture we're both river cities we are right? river cities right here so we kind of like Gosh. we kind of like see each other as like um as equals, I don't know. I don't know if it's necessarily equals, but it's like we have enough in common. Yeah. Um, that like it's cool. Plus, there's not like the, uh, like okay by just just by these weird political boundaries that we call states, 
right? Memphis is grouped together with Nashville. It's compared to Nashville when really it shouldn't be. Yes. Right. Um, so I think that's where like a lot of that weird stuff comes from is that people who don't know the region um, compare Memphis and Nashville a lot. And it's a great like, point. Well, you don't actually know like the similarities, the differences, like you don't know how far apart they are. Um, don't even so, get me started on fucking people. Gordon, get, get going. Get started. People, get your motor people, running. Oh, man. People from the Northeast who I say, they're like, where are you from? Because D.C., I've lived in D.C., and it was such a transplant city, at least the parts I was in. You know, nobody's actually from there. Um, in, in my very privileged, very white, very wealthy parts of the city. And so... You know, you'd say, where are you from? i say Memphis. And I cannot tell you the number of people who would say, that's so cool, I love Nashville. Or worse yet, that's so cool, I really can't wait to go to Nashville for my bachelorette party or for so-and-so's bachelorette party. And, like, it, the frustration that clearly showed in my face every time, I don't, I don't know how people kept talking to me because it was so, so frustrating and to, to the point about St. Louis, though, like, I, I totally agree with you, John. I mean, I grew up a Cardinals fan because of, number one, Mark McGuire. And number two, the Redbirds. And, you know, I worked there for two summers. Like, that place was awesome to me. And, and to see Matt Carpenter and, you know, all these players come through, Colton Wong, all these, like, these so you know, cornerstones. Yeah, I mean, just the whole the whole crew came through Memphis, basically, and we have such a good farm system. I just think that, to me, is what really tied us to the St. Louis, and you know, plus I've got some family ties, you know, from li- family living up there, and just all kinds of stuff that we just were all big St. Louis people, and I think you're totally right, Jono. I, I think because we're far enough from Atlanta that we don't get the, like, Braves networks and stuff, and they're all kind of Cardinals-heavy... You can go, I mean, this is just from personal experience, you can go one county out from Memphis into, like, Fayette and all these other places. They're full Braves country because that's yeah. the that's the AM radio they get. That's the Fox Sports Network they get. And so, you know, we're kind of right on the edge of Cardinals country, but we are deep in it in a weird way. So, yeah, it's I think interesting it's too, a closer if, tie than, than, you know, anyway. I think you're right. I think both of y'all are right. Again, not my take, regurgitating a, a familial take. Um, but you bring up a good point, Jono, which is that Memphis and Nashville get grouped together just from people who don't know the region. So if you were to, and I think St. Louis is a much more apt, uh, you know, con- comparison to Memphis than to Nashville. So if you were to compare Nashville to another city, what city would you compare Nashville to? And I have a thought i have a thought i mean i don't know so like there's a lot that i don't know let me just put that out there that i don't know the history of nashville so much okay but like in its modern growth um it's compared a lot to austin right but that's the easy right. one i'm talking about like for, like let's not look at growth let's not look at numbers when someone says no, no, nashville, i mean it's not just numbers reaction. it's also uh well spencer Tell me what you're thinking, but like it's also like the, the music scenes, right? Yeah, that's fair. Um, and I, you know, Austin's like a, uh, a bit of a tech hub now. A lot of tech companies there, so I don't, I don't know what is driving the growth in Nashville. 
I think it's real estate. Um, <laughs> it's like yeah, real estate. It's real estate. I think I don't Nashville, know a lot about economics, but real estate driving development with nothing else sounds that's why uh, it's a fishy. Nashville's not sustainable. It's just um, a bunch of northerners moving in to because they think it's a boom city and they don't really have anything behind it. What? Because they want what? to feel edgy by moving to the south, but they just want to be surrounded by white people, so they move to Nashville. And then they I'm covering fight. my mouth. For the listeners, I'm covering my mouth because this is supposed to be said very discreetly. <laughs> I think of Nashville. It will be broadcast on uh, on radio, wherever you listen to podcasts. Wherever you, listen, wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> I think in Nashville, I think of like a Pottery Barn outlet store. Like that's like the city that comes to mind. So what other cities are Pottery Barn outlet store? Or you just think the, just the Pottery Barn outlet store? Just like any Pottery yeah. Barn outlet store. I feel yeah. like what's another one that's just like, like Indianapolis. Indianapolis. I only say this because one of my roommates has been watching the HGTV show called Good Bones, where this mm. mother-daughter duo finds like houses in like rapidly gentrifying neighborhoods, where buys them, have... guts them. Is, is that what they? Is that them. actually what they say on the show? What do they? What is the actual like tagline? We find houses under market value. <laughs> no, but the last episode like literally was like it's in a awkward pause up-and-coming neighborhood and like they showed this like they showed a heat map of like crime and like where they bought this house was like a sea of red like dark red which i'm assuming means that not john i mean you're a data expert as is gordon so uh (laughs) with 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 dark with heat mapping you know denser like darker colors tend to indicate you know more of the data that you're trying to show well, if you're seeing a red shift, that means it's moving towards you, I think. I thought that was related to the sun. <laughs> Isn't the red shift one of the phases of the sun? As the moon has phases, so too does the sun. <laughs> I could be wrong here. I think We're we, all on I the right we track. Hit, I think when we hit the red shift, that's when it's about to like overtake us. Like, yeah. like It's just about to burn everything up, which I think is the leading candidate in the 2020 Democratic primary right now. <laughs> <laughs> Is wait? Are you calling instead of the blue wave? Are you calling Biden running the red shift? Just <laughs> <laughs> everything swings farther to the right. We should. We should. Okay. Well, that this it's is coming right for you. Basketball. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I mean, we're into what? What is basketball if not? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> the best transition. If not the ever sun exploding. Made. Here we what go. Is basketball. Um, so follow through on it. Something, yeah. I just here's what I want to say. This is a non sequitur, but what do we have to do to drop Chandler Parsons this off season? Oh God, anything and everything, please. <laughs> He's on the contract for one if, more year. But how sweet would it be if we dropped him, or if we even got rid of him mid season? <laughs> is there any way that we could like just disorient him and he could get lost? <laughs> <laughs> so like we're playing like a t. Te- like let's say we're going to play like you know. Uh, Sacramento, right? There's like not a ton of direct flights from Sacramento back to Memphis. What if we just like, you know, put a bag over his head, spin him around a couple times, and then while he's spinning, like the team leaves, and he has a hard time coming home. Yeah, I like it. So, what was the question, Jono? Uh, you know, I think we got to drop it. All right, <laughs> it's I lost momentum. It wasn't a good. It wasn't a good segment anyway. It was going to drive us. 
as a theme, and maybe the title of this episode is Directly Into the Sun. <laughs> Directly Into the Sun. <laughs> is that a reference to the Phoenix Suns? Ah. <laughs> That's another good landing spot for Parsons. Yes. God. Literally how do we get, anywhere okay. but Memphis. How do we get Chandler Parsons on the Phoenix Suns? Let him loose in the desert, man. <laughs> Just just hit him with a bunch of drugs and <laughs> drop him in the middle of the desert. He finds his way to Phoenix. They're like, would you like to play basketball? I'm pretty sure that's how Barkley became a Phoenix son, right? Okay, so if we can, if there's like a push-pull, right, with every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. As we push Chandler Parsons away, naturally Mike Conley will will stay. True. Do we, do you think that how does the AD thing affect how does Anthony Davis going to the Lakers how does that affect Mike Conley's value I've heard rumors there have been Memphis Twitter accounts um, saying basically making the argument this could just be one tweet I don't know but <laughs> that uh, Mike is Mike Conley is now the um, like most valuable trade asset in the league right now I think that's right. I really do. I mean, I mean, I don't know how like that. Comp- how do you compare like trade assets to like free agents in terms of like teams acquiring players? Right. Can- Bottom line is teams are trying to acquire players. So how do you compare them to like you know? I know KD is now injured, but is yeah, Ken- is Kemba hey. a free agent or is he? He is. So yeah. the top two, uh, apparently, the top two people that the Lakers are pursuing are Kemba and Kawhi. I mean, interesting. So they're trying to go like full super team. Yeah, say, they're trying they're, to just like, do like it. the super super duper team. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just like super duper team. The top two, you know, players we're pursuing are the best two players available. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who but are? You and, and also two top ten players in the league, maybe. Yeah. Kemba is a top ten player. I don't know. I, I honestly haven't seen enough of Kemba. But yeah, same. Uh, I think definitely... Kemba could be suffering from like Mike or Mark syndrome, where he's just in yeah. a small market. He, I mean, yeah. he's an all star though, yeah. which is bullshit that Mark is or that a Mike has never been an all star. Right. I feel like wherever he but, goes, he's going to end up being an all star. You know what I mean? Kemba. No, Mike. I don't. I, if it's a big oh, enough. Mike. So yeah. I, I honestly think you're right because I think that like, I mean, look at what he did at the end of the season. I know it's. It's weird to do stats from the, an end of a season where, like, you don't really even have a team. Right. Um, and he's carrying the whole load. Know, he's carrying the whole load. But, I mean, it was not like he was – I'm just going to say out of my ass, I don't have numbers to back this up. He wasn't inefficient. He was very – he was an efficient scorer even with, uh, with like, carrying the load. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it depends on where he goes. It's 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 all about the market size, right? Yeah. If he goes to a a bigger market team, then he has a much better chance of being an all star. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that about covers everything we we promised. Anybody else got any any more final closing Memphis thoughts before we? Uh, closing close thought it? is go U.S. Women's National Team. Hell yeah. Rousing yeah, Korea victory against Chile today into the round of six, the knockout phase. Aggregate sixteen zero. I think that about does it. Thanks for joining so we're us. We're gonna play our our new intro music as the outro, or our old intro music as the outro. Yeah, because we all like that so much. So figured we'd we'd keep that around. Uh, give you a nice little listen at the end here. Nice little little big star tribute. Uh, so yeah, uh, thanks for joining us.
Uh, yeah. I'm Gordon. I'm Jono. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Give us a five-star rating. Leave us a review. Uh, we appreciate our listeners. Thank you so much for coming. Our Patreon will be set up soon. <laughs> We're going to just say that until it actually is, which may be never. <laughs> so, Gordon, you know, as they say, the bell doesn't dismiss you. You dismiss us. So, <laughs> Class dismissed. <laughs>